I've been thinking a lot lately about the things going on in this world and um, I have this underlying idea that all things are spiritual and I'm like what what's so spiritual about the chaos and the things that are gone in this world and then that took me to some ancient texts for example in the Genesis poem during the creation one of the things that you see that happens is God will create and at the end of the day he'll step back and say it is good and then he'll create and at the end of the next day he'll step back and say it is good and he does this all the way through except for day two and we can get into that another time and we can talk about that but finally after he creates man he steps back and looks at all that he's created and he says it's very good he didn't say it's perfect he said it's very good and you gotta sit there and wonder well wait a minute you're God you're creating why didn't you just make it perfect well part of the teaching there is that he left room for improvement he left room for growth and what's interesting is that when he created man one of the things that he did was he gave man dominion and he gave man a role in creation to not just take care of it but to be a part of it you see one of the things that God has done for us is he's made you a part of his creation not just a created person but a creator yourself you're you're invited there to take care of the environment you're invited there to be a part of creation and what's unique you look at all the things that he created man's the only one with the ability to create something new man's the only one with the ability to help creation along there's an ancient Jewish concept called Tikkun Olam and it means repair the world in other words every time you do something to make the world just a little bit better you're taking part in creation you're walking through a park and you pick up a water bottle and you throw it in the trash you just join God in taking care of creation you go in and you help main when we go in as a society and, and we help maintain a wildlife we're helping God in taking part in creation we're helping God every time we do something to make the world just a little better place but it goes beyond that if you go forward to the book of Isaiah the prophet now Isaiah served under several kings and uh, matter of fact the last king he served under uh, had him assassinated but in Isaiah's passage there in the very first few chapters he describes this world this beautiful new world this idea where they will turn listen to this they will turn their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks and they will learn war no more he describes this beautiful world where mankind lives in peace with one another we don't study war but after that he goes on and he begins to deconstruct the current world he talks about the corruption within the religious system the corruption within the political system the corruption within the judicial system the corruption within the military system he sits down and says this is our current world 
and let's take a good hard look at what's wrong with it, the injustices that are taking place. And what we can learn from that is we can't get to that better world, that world where we live in peace, that world where we know no more war, that world where uh, justice is finally being served, that world where greed and corruption is gone until we're ready to identify the problems with this world. If anything, at this point in time, those problems are coming front and center. And the problem is we're, t we're, we're taking sides. It's an either or. You're either for me or you're against me. And Isaiah says, no, 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 no. Let's name what's wrong. One of the passages that I thought I like, and I think it's in chapter 5, is when he's talking about the judicial system. And he says, your orphans and your widows cannot get justice. I'm paraphrasing that. But think about what's going on in our judicial systems. Think about the injustices that are taking place. For example, you commit a low-level, nonviolent crime. You're incarcerated. You have to stay in jail until your court date unless you can post bail, which is usually exorbitant. And then once you get to court, which you, if you can afford a Hey, how you doing? If you can afford an uh, attorney, that's expensive. And if you can't, well then, you go at the mercy of the court, and whatever they decide, they decide, which usually includes some more incarceration, and higher fees, and a lot of prohibitions against you that prevent you from making a better life. That's wrong. Why, why are we doing that? Look at the corporate greed in this country. I'm all for companies making money. I mean, that's what they're there for. But when CEOs continually and continually getting these huge bonuses and the average worker's getting nothing, something's wrong. I'm not saying the government needs to get involved there, but the, the board of directors needs to step back and say, wait a minute, what's wrong here? We're making all this money. Why can't we take this back to our workers and make them a better life? Why can't we do a little tikkum ulam for them and make their world just a little better place? Isaiah's got a beautiful concept there. Let's 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 join in the discussion. Let's be part of the solution. Let's let's deconstruct what's wrong in our judicial system. Let's deconstruct what's wrong in our religious systems. Let's deconstruct what's wrong in our legal systems. Let's deconstruct what's wrong in our businesses. And let's make it a better world. Is that really that hard? Does that have to be an either or? I mean, I can say that I support capitalism and still say there's greed taking place. I can say I support law enforcement and still say there's problems within the justice system. For example, there used to be a day when officers and judges had discretion, but now we have this system of mandatory minimum standards. In other words, you get, take George Floyd, he gets arrested for a counterfeit $20 bill. That's a non-violent, low-level crime. Had the system been different, had the system in such a way that that officer had the discretion or those officers had the discretion to simply give him a ticket and a court date, none of that would have happened. Had we had a culture 
within our judicial system that said, hey, if you can issue discretion, do it. What would have happened there? It would have been a better world. But how do you and I take part in that? There's another concept. It's uh, known as the greatest commandment. It starts out with, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and your mind, your soul, and your strength. The beautiful thing about that is, it's talking about if you're going to love the divine, if you're going to be a follower of God, you do that by loving yourself. You take care of your heart. You guard it. You take care of your mind. You put the things in there that needs to be in there. Not all the controversy, not all the hate, not all the... You just stay away from the news. Read things and put into your mind that are healthy and that are good. You take care of your soul. You get that rest. You seek that solace. Maybe you meditate and you pray. You take care of that. You take care of your strength. By the way you eat, the way you take care of your body, that's spiritual. And when you do those things, you begin to love yourself. And God says when you love yourself and you take care of yourself and you're healing yourself, you're loving Him. But then there's a second commandment that's found in Leviticus that says love your neighbor as yourself. Imagine what would happen if when we got into conflict, when we got into disagreement, we looked at our neighbor and we thought, okay, wait a minute, if this was me, how would I love me in this moment? Because their story is my story. Their struggles are my struggles. If we took the time to say, okay, wait a minute, yeah, that person did something wrong, but how did they get there? Let's take drug offenses. I heard a story the other day about a young man who was sexually abused growing up. His family didn't have the wherewithal to get him the resources, and obviously he didn't seek it out either. I mean, he's sexually abused as a young man, so he turns to medicating himself through the uses of drugs. That in turn draws him into the legal system and that just becomes a spiral did you know that the largest mental institutions in the United States are our jails and prisons they're not getting help there what if we had a system that said okay he's been arrested on drug charges maybe we should do an evaluation maybe it should be psychological maybe it should, should be uh, physical but maybe we should ask ourselves how did he get here and instead of punishing him for the crime as harshly as we do, maybe we should say, what can we do to help him as a society? What can we do to heal him? What if our judicial system looked more like that? That's loving your neighbor as yourself. That's making the world just a little bit better place. That is taking part in creation. Now, you don't have to do anything big like that. Maybe you're, you're not an influencer in the judicial system. Maybe you're not an influencer in the political system. Maybe you're not an influencer on the board of directors for a company. And you're like, well, but I still want to join God in creation. What are some things I can do? I'm not a pastor. I'm not an author. I'm not this big speaker. How do I make the world just a little bit better place? Well, one, you start with you. You make your world a little bit better place. And once you make your world a little bit better place, that starts to spill out into other people. For example, it could be a small child and you just get them ice cream. You made their world just a little bit better of a place. Maybe it's a, a someone who's having trouble with their car and you can fix it. Or you can at least put some money toward it. 
you've made the world just a little bit better place. Maybe there's a charity that supports clean water someplace in the world and you decide, I want to be a part of that. You've just taken part in Tikkum Olam. You've helped repair the world. You've just joined God in creation. You've just did what Isaiah did and you've identified what was wrong. You've named it and you've done something to make the world just a little bit better of a place. So as we think about these controversies today and we talk about them, one of the things that I've noticed is that already, even in all the chaos, even in all of the horrible things that are being said, that are being done, the world's becoming a better place. Look in Kentucky. After the killing of Breonna Taylor, they've gone in and decided no-knock warrants is not how we police. Other police stations are looking at chokeholds, and they're down in Chattanooga, Tennessee. They just implemented a policy that requires a police officer to intervene. They've made the world just a little bit better of a place. Now, has it fixed everything? Are we to the point that Isaiah prophesies where we've turned our swords into plowshares and our spears into pruning hooks? No, we're not. We've got a long way to go. We've got a lot more to deconstruct. We've got a lot more to say, hey, this is wrong. But every time you make another step in making the world a little bit better place, we do what uh, I believe it was Martin Luther King said, the arc of justice bends toward good. I butchered that, I know. But you get the idea. We're not going to make dramatic steps, but you can make a small step where you're at. You can make a small step in the life of someone with you. But it starts with you. How you love yourself. How you worship God. It starts with you. Instead of joining in on taking a side and being part of the argument, what if you joined in and said, hey, let's be part of the solution. And then you took those small little steps to make the world a better place. And it can start with just a bottle of bubbles and a small child. It could start with a bouquet of flowers for somebody. It could start with you. Have fun, my friends.